Good morning. Breakfast with the broker. Is it Tuesday already? No, it's actually Wednesday. Sorry, guys. Uh, yesterday I was in a uh, leadership corporate board training, uh, but uh, um, we had to reschedule our next guest who, listen, uh, she is well worth the wait. Uh, she's going to talk to us a, a lot about social media, about what to expect in 2021, and maybe what we kind of learned in 2020. Maybe it was adapting and as the trigger word of pivoting and all that kind of stuff, right? So without further ado, now, by way of Denver, Colorado, she is the social media strategist, senior social media manager at Remax. She loves beer. She loves wine. She's a Harry Potter expert. And she's a Shorty Award winner. Please welcome Kayla Sandvig, formerly Kayla Roof. <laughs> that was the best introduction ever. I mean, can I just have you be my hype man anytime I want to? Okay. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Thank you, Dave, for having me today. I'm excited. Um, I, you know, I, we're really, really pleased to have you. And again, um, you know, you know, we've been, you know, talking over the course of, you know, whatever, a couple of years or so. And, you know, uh, things have changed a little bit, you know, through as we're adapting and, and getting used to this social media world where stalking is OK and, uh, <laughs> and putting, uh, <laughs> putting stuff out. Just kidding. That like really stalking, like cre <laughs> halfway creepy stalking. There you go. There you go. I mean, I work in social media. I mean, you can say it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> please, please. I'm fine. I'm fine. Don't, don't come after me. Um, but uh, Kayla, tell us a little bit about uh you know, what What we've kind of learned in 2020, uh, you know, with social media wise. Yeah, I mean, so for all of you out there, um, I think we've all learned that connection is so important. And when you don't have that in-person connection and people have been saying it over and over again, it's nice to have these platforms that can really put that connection, um, fill the gap of that in-person connection, right? So what we've really learned in 2020 is what we're doing right now, you know, video has become more important now than ever. And those that adapted it early, um, they are the ones that are going to continue to win. They're going to win that business. They're going to be the people that are sending out the video emails that are doing the live video that are doing stories that are putting out any kind of video that they can. And I would say, you know, it's, and it's an essential part of the mix as it's always been. So with all of these new platforms that are coming out, like TikTok and Reels and Fleets now for Twitter and LinkedIn stories, video is something that's being instrumental in these new platforms and how you can get into new platforms as well. So that's my number one lesson. Um, Dave, you do such a great job with video. Um, and I'm sure that you kind of tell your agents that it's an important part of their business as well. Yeah, you know, uh, well, if you, if you notice, uh, Jesse Peters uh, uh, tuned in a little bit and said hello. And, you know, he's kind of one of our mentors. Um, well, he actually is. <laughs> Him and Michael Thorne, you know, when they started the video boot camp and, and really got people involved, you know, pretty much, I think it was about four years ago. Um, now, as, as time flies, I might have even been a little bit longer. And, you know, we're all kind of, you know, it's, it's amazing. Like, 
you know, they pushed and pushed and pushed and they're doing it at such a high level. And I think the reason why people don't do video is because they're so worried of, you know, maybe how it's going to look or what am I going to say? Or, you know what, like, what do you do in a conversation? Like if we're face to face, we're having a conversation. That's all we're doing. We're talking about, you know, social media and marketing and how to improve or grow our businesses. You know, that's all we need to do as far as video. And whether it's uh, Sue Peaky Benson, who's brought, you know, on some great, amazing video, um, you know, and, and and really spearheaded some of the early starts as well, or uh, Jesse Peters or Michael Thorne, you know, they've all been instrumental. So hopefully uh, they'll watch Breakfast with the Broker and understand that, you know what, put their own spin on things. And, you know, people have a lot to say. Yeah, they do. And my my second lesson of 2020 is just being human. I mean, we've really had to learn how to put the social back in social media, right? Um, and being your authentic self, which is what video helps you do. It gives people that inside look into who you are as a person. Um, it doesn't have to be polished video. It doesn't have to be, you know, these grandose like listing videos either. It can just be your face saying, hey, like, this is me, Kayla. I'm in my apartment. It's seven o'clock in the morning, which by the way, thank you, Dave, for giving me <laughs> to get ready before 7 a.m. since March. Um, I'm, you know, beside myself that I'm awake right now. So you'll see me be drinking coffee throughout this. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I mean, at its core, social is social. It's connecting with people and what better way to do than video. But it doesn't also have to be video. I mean, it's it's posting about something that's going on in your life and just seeking help, you know, again, being human, but with the caveat of never creating content around politics or religion, <laughs> um, which was also, you know, something that we went through as not only a brand, but as individuals this year is really how to act on social media, being your authentic self. Yes. Being you and being a human, but knowing when to just sit back and listen instead of just jumping right into the conversation. It's, you know, it's, it's interesting. So, you know, as you really kind of social media evolves, I remember you know, when I first got into the real estate business, um, I used a, a website called Active Rain a lot. Like I was blogging all the time and, and whatnot. And one of the things I would do is bring up these controversial topics and we would talk about or whatever. I'd be respectful, but you know, you get, you know, you wouldn't get the hatred, the outright like name calling and viciousness that you get now, you would get a relatively rational, intelligent conversations. And that was really good. Well, that morphed into don't touch any controversial topics because you're going to have like a screaming match and you're going to lose business because of it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's kind of crazy how things have evolved where, yes, we have a lot to say, but we're not allowed to say everything. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Um, yeah. I think that we're in a cancel culture right now, unfortunately, especially especially with the spread of misinformation. Um, it, it's a huge thing that many, I mean, platforms are dealing with right now. I mean, you can't even look at recent hashtags on Instagram because it's, you know, they don't want to spread this misinformation about whatever's out there. Um, and 
you know, I see it, I get it several times a day on the brand accounts where it's like, your agent said this, you're, you know, <laughs> is this something that corporate stands by? And it's like, yep, totally out of the 130,000 agents, <laughs> everything they have to say. No, of course not. But unfortunately, we're just in this cancel culture that we kind of have to just wait out, you know, just and again, be a human, but be kind, be respectful. Um, and I think a lot of people, you know, I grew up on social media and I was always told like what's out online will stay online forever, which is true. And I think a lot of people this year learned that hard, like that lesson the hard way, right? Um, there are a lot of people that either had to, you know, like you said, lose business, it impacted their lives. Um, and even if it wasn't something that they meant to ever happen, it just, that was a lesson. So. Stay away from yeah. the sensitive topics. Just don't. No, you know, and it's all about, you know, because even if you post a sensitive topic, even if your your intentions are, are, are really good to talk about a, a rational conversation with respect and, 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 you know, talk about opinions and other sides of the opinion. Um, it's going to go awry. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I mean, you know, you, you just can't, there's certain topics that you can't talk about. I mean, you know, this is, I think, the year of, you know, what we want to try and uh, accomplish is, you know, inclusivity. You know, we want to be inclusive of everyone. We want to welcome everyone's opinions, but we also want to make sure that we're, you know, kind of steering the message. And, and, and it's all about the presentation of that message, um, you know, and, um, you know, if you don't believe in certain things, um, you know, some things are, unfortunately, they're just not popular opinions. Mm -hmm. um, and you should stay away from, them. Um, you know, but uh, social media is uh, is definitely morphed into, you know, I mean, look at it, like how powerful is social media right now? You're looking at, you know, you know, Facebook and, and, and YouTube and all these. I mean, people are, are, are checking that like a hundred times more than their email. You know, could you ever think of that five years ago? Would that ever like, like in a, in a million years, could you say, well, I'm going to check my social media more than my uh, email? Um, it just doesn't happen. I mean, you know, now we're looking at our email two, three times a day where we're checking social media, you know, 10 or 12 or 15 times a day. Oh, my gosh. You know, or your me where it's just I, I have four <laughs> screens here. And they're each like all social media right now. <laughs> That's crazy. Plus, so tell us a little bit. So let's talk about some techniques or um you know, some uh, processes, some social media, things that you're doing, um, you know, maybe things that we haven't heard of. Um, uh, give us a little uh, little insight into uh, Kayla's world. <laughs> sure. I mean, that leads into another lesson of 2020, but how to maybe apply it in 2021 as we really learn the lesson of how to not be overly promotional or overly salesy on our social channels, right? Um, I mean, that's the main, I mean, for any business owner out there, real estate, any industry, your social media is there to help drive traffic to your website, maybe create leads. Um, there's a way to do that without being like, buy this house, or here's the newest thing on the market today. It's really finding that nice balance of the overly promotional and catering your content where you can also have you know, things that give you an insight into, again, you as a person or you as a brand, but 
people don't come to your channels just to see what's new on the market, right? They come to get a better understanding of how you run your business, who you are as a person and why they should work with you. I mean, that was really when I was looking at my real estate agent, we're actually in the middle of buying a house right now. I was like, okay, like who is this person? You know, what do they like promote on their social channels? And it's not just, you know, the new houses. I can go to the, I can go to remax.com and find a house. I don't need to see that on your social pages, right? Like it's, and not saying that there's not going to be a place for that, but mixing up your content with photos of your teammates, celebrating anniversaries, highlighting your charitable work, like all things that re are related to you, your business, but not necessarily like the sales part of that, right? So for me, and again, just mixing up your content and having that cadence, whatever that is, you know, is it every single day? For you, Dave, we're doing this, you know, every Tuesday, this live breakfast with the broker, which I'm not eating breakfast right now. <laughs> no one wants to hear me chomping on food, but I, very misleading title, by the way. I thought you'd be eating <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> so, you know, so the original, what I would do is I would bring them breakfast, but it was an in-person thing. So if you want to talk about 2020, right? So in 2018, um, 2017, I think. I don't know. I think we're 2018. Uh, we started this. And so when we went in, um, it was meeting in person. And our, instead of our like stick being uh, an intro, it was um, uh, a handshake, like a secret handshake. Could that be more like like the worst possible thing now? Like, could you imagine if I was doing in-person interviews and doing secret handshakes, people would cringe. So. <laughs> so don't do that. I mean, so we had to adapt, right? So um, we would bring breakfast for, you know, every person or whatever. So now what we've done is obviously we've used StreamYard and had a, you know, a lot larger reach. Um, but what we try and do now is we'll do like a breakfast place, like once a month, you know? So like we'll do a, you know, to a small business, not like a corporate owned, like I operate yeah. like that, but like someone, you know, to help maybe help their business and stuff like that. But yeah, it is, uh, it, it's funny cause it's a play on words basically. Um, but, uh, I didn't send you breakfast. I should have. <laughs> that would have been lovely, but thank you. <laughs> but again, I mean, you're doing it right. Like you have this content that's not here just to sell people on, how to work with your real estate agents within your office, right? This is content for that does well for your business. That's again, related to your business, but it's not pushing a sales message. And that actually has turned a lot of people off in 2020. And I can see that's going to continue to be a, a trend in 2021 is, you know, you're going to lose followers. You're going to maybe lose leads even when people are only seeing this like overly promotional content. So you're I mean, your social media newsfeed is basically your resume now. I mean, yep. it's essentially your resume because that's what people are looking at. They're not looking at, you know, I mean, yes, they, they might look at LinkedIn, but in most cases, they're looking at your Facebook. They want they want a little dive into Kayla. They want a, lot, a little dive into Dave. You know, they want to they want to know who you are and and what you stand for. And mm -hmm. you got to be very careful as to you know think about you know every time you do a social media news or post or whatever, everything on your social media post, you should really look back at, you know, five, 10 years, you know, ever how long um, you've been on social media and look at the posts that you've done 
And you know what? You should probably clean them up because if you don't clean them up, people are going to be looking at them. Oh my gosh. I just think about the things that were like, I mean, I was on social media when I was in college, so you can only imagine. Um, <laughs> some I don't of even think we had a computer when I was in college. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> and I feel bad for like the high schoolers that are like growing up with this. Like, can you imagine the kinds of things that you would have shared online as a high schooler? Like, I have a I have a 15 year old, and she's in 10th grade, and um, she's doing a virtual school right now because. Um, uh, not over, not necessarily because she wouldn't go to school, because none of her friends are at school, so there's no sense in going at school, and it's basically the same thing as if she was in a class, because they're, te- you know, they're basically doing it, like, almost like streaming it, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, yeah, I mean, it, it's tough, I mean, it's, if you're, if your kid is, is a relatively sensitive kid, or, or takes, you know, emotion to heart, um, you got to be very, very careful what 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 is posted, you know, and, and how they're doing. And oh, you know, um, yeah, it's it's a uh, it's a different world right now. <laughs> well, and let's shift gears because there are some tools and stuff that I can share. Um, we, you know, I I always recommend having something to help manage your social media. Um, there are free apps out there. I know Facebook Creator Studio is another like built-in tool. Um, we at Remax headquarters use a tool called Social Bakers. I think they have a, a plan that's, you know, I think $200 a month that gets you 10 profiles, but Hootsuite's another one, Sprout Social. There's there's a slew of things out there that especially, you know, one of the, the last lessons is having a plan, but being flexible. But when you have everything in one place and making sure also that it has a mobile app. So if you're on the go and you need to pause your content or reschedule something or, you know, push something out or seeing what's going out while you're on the go, you know, that's really important for me. But having something that you can put every, like all of your things into one platform. Um, is, is essential. I mean, it's something that I've had since I've been doing social media and I've been doing it for 10 years. So if you guys want recommendations, you can always comment. I'm happy to, you know, send you links to some of the things I've used in the past. And I know there's, again, there's a lot out there, just really whatever works for your best for your business. Um, another great tool is Photofy. And I know like Remax has a Photofy app, but if you're, even if you're not a Remax agent, um, or broker, there are Photofy is a great app for you to again have content on the go. And if you are a Remax agent, there's built-in templates, there's built-in, you know, stock images for you, stickers are in there. I think we're getting ready to launch more a more robust Spanish version of Photofy and assets. So a great tool again for actually creating content. So if you're not quite willing or ready to take the leap of faith into video, which you should, um, and you're really just basing this off of graphics, please go ahead and, you know, use Photofy because it, it makes your life a lot easier. Hi, Mark. Yeah, I will, I'll happily put some links in after this. I'll come in and comment some of those um, social media apps for sure, things that I use or have used in the past. Um, Another tool that I wanted to talk about, I don't want to even say a tool. It's an app. And I don't know if anyone knows about this. It's called, I think, Ryla or Rilla. 
it's actually a social media platform for real estate. And Inman wrote about it a few years ago. Forbes wrote about it as well. Um, Ryla, like R-I-L-A. So it's this social media platform for real estate agents. And they, it's really to upload like listings to like on the go. I'd love to see someone really adapt and take this because I think it's a really underused platform. And if you're trying to get away from the mainstream platforms where there's a lot of, we just talked about it earlier, like cancel culture and politics <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, like this is a an app that's for real estate and that's what people are on the app for. So I, I just want people to keep an eye out for it because I feel like it's something that could be really cool. It's just no one's really adapted or adopted it yet. So something to keep in mind. That's very cool. No, I never heard of Ryla and I'm uh, I'm pretty in tune with some of these things, you know. Um, but yeah, that, that, that's cool. I'm definitely going to check that one out. Yeah. Uh, you know, in this social media culture, you know, um, we're all always on the go and we're doing all kinds of things. And, you know, you alluded to the fact of, you know, an app and, and those kind of things. You know, are there some cool apps that you uh, recommend, um, not necessarily just to manage your um, social media, but maybe, you know, to help you do real estate or help um, or maybe just just cool apps that doesn't have anything to do with real estate? <laughs> um, I mean, most of my apps right now are all, you know, the platform specific and I'm on every single platform just to see, you know, again, we talked about every app or social media app is really focused on so many different things in 2021 that it i would highly encourage people just to pay attention right you know facebook and um, instagram have this focus on the shop feature um, and i think that's going to continue to be something that they push and it's going to impact our algorithms so if you want to get in the feeds, that's why you need to be doing stuff like live video. So even if it's not an app, focus on what's being launched right now within the current space. And how can you, you know, again, we have a camera on your phone to help with those kinds of things. You know, I know there's video boot camp for Jesse and they teach you all the different things. Kendall Bonner is another great resource of like some of the cool apps she uses for um, you know, like being able to read through a screen without having to look off your camera and lighting and microphones and all the things that can help you create content is really where you should be like your your tools, not necessarily the tech, but how are the tools helping you get on platforms like Reels, Fleets, Stories, Live, IG Live, TikTok, you know, all there's so many of them like. <laughs> Maybe consolidate. I mean, that was something that I talked about early 2020 was it's a good time, especially at the end of this year, to take a look at all the apps that are on your phone, do an audit and focus on the things that are actually helping you with your business and own it. Go all in on it. Don't don't feel like you have to have all these different apps or be on every single platform. Like Focus on what's actually helping you in your business. And if it's more than one, great. If it's only one, if you only want to be on Facebook, you only want to be on Instagram, great too. Or Ryla, I mean, I don't know. Again, someone jump on that app because I'd love to see it. Um, so I hope that, that it, it was like a bridged 
way to answer your question, but no, no, no. it, it was great. No, I, I love the audit because you know, um, you know, we say you know they could it could be the best technology, right? But you know, really, the best technology is the one that you use. So um, if you don't use it, delete it, remove it. If you're not going to use it, you don't have no plans of using it. If you maybe want to use it in the future, delete it and uh, and move on um, and 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 focus on the you know the those apps that are, are going to help you. Um, by the way, Kendall Bonner is actually uh, I think she's um, co-hosting uh, Inman Connect on December seventeenth, I believe. Mm, I guess saw her yeah. post on it, so uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah, she's a she's a wealth of information. Absolutely. Uh, so, you know, I wanted to go, and this is a little off topic because you, you just you mentioned that you're um, you're buying a house, right? Or you're in the process of buying a house. Um, and I, I believe you're a millennial. Um, <laughs> and you know, what what's important to you as as a millennial buying a house? Oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to write an article about this too. Or do a Facebook Live. I don't know. But I'm like, you're literally your classic millennial. Like, we canceled our wedding in 2020. We used the money that we saved on the wedding to put a down payment on the house that we're buying now. Um, we're not fully moving out to the suburbs, but we're not going to be downtown anymore. And we're getting a dog. So having a backyard, a big backyard, because he's going to be a 70-pound dog was important to us. Um, the house itself is only 800 square feet. So like the living space wasn't something that we, I mean, we, we, we moved down to the first floor in this apartment is what you're seeing right now. And just the noise of everyone being at home all the time is what really pushed us to buy a house. And then my husband is uh, an accountant. So obviously the low interest rates was something super appealing to, I mean, it's appealing to me too, but being able to lock in a 2.75 interest rate on a house and we're going to be paying less per month on the house, on our mortgage than we are paying in rent right now. And we're gaining equity. Again, I'm just your classic millennial that bought the house for their dog and took advantage of a low interest rate. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and that's, you know, it's, it's what, you know, millennials equal lifestyle, right? They 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 are um, more concerned with the lifestyle rather than, you know, being the most amount of living square footage for the money, mm -hmm. or most quote unquote bang for the buck or whatever. Um, but they're looking for, um, as you said, you know, you know, you're you're getting a dog, so you're you know you're looking at your lifestyle and that, and how it's how it's going to affect you and and where you're going to go from there. So. I thought that was a pretty cool insight. Thank you for uh, sharing that. So uh, you didn't. You had one other thing. I think you you were going to mention real quick um, on um, coming up in Q1. Q2. Oh, yeah, for everyone out there, this is a teaser. Um, every every year at the beginning of the year, we launch something really cool on RemaxHustle.com, and we will not be disappointing you in Q1 2021. Um, obviously, my, my biggest learning lesson I'll hint at was video is an essential part of your business. Um, we've launched video tools in the past, and this next tool is going to take it to the next level. Um, awesome. So 
keep an eye out. It's going to be amazing. Um, I'm excited for everyone to get in and jump in and it's going to be game changer. Awesome. Well, I look, I look forward to it. So I always end the uh, uh, preface with the broker two questions. One is what, what is your favorite? What was your favorite streaming series? If you watch uh, Netflix, Hulu, all that kind of stuff. Um, And what are you currently watching? Um, Reese, I mean, obviously I'm watching a lot of holiday movies right now. So, um, but I guess recently my favorite thing is the Queen's Gambit. Um, great show. I think we watched it all in like literally a day. So great. And then currently I'm watching this really weird show that I, I don't know if I like it or not, but I'm on episode five. So I guess I'll keep going. Um, it's called The Flight Attendant on HBO Max. Kaylee Cuoco is a uh, is like the lead in it. So I don't know. It's a really weird show, but <laughs> I can't stop watching it. It's like watching a train wreck, you know. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, Kayla. Um, thank you so very much for coming on and, and sharing some insights. And you know, um, man, you know, uh, if you want to comment on the um, the apps that you're using. Um, below that would be great um, as far as managing your apps and such um, we really really appreciate you being on the show and next week every Tuesday morning sorry about uh, this week we had a little uh, um, my schedule mix up um, so uh, I, I appreciate Kayla for being patient and uh, rescheduling with me as well um, but Kayla Roof or Kayla Sandvig Roof <laughs> or Roof Sandvig um, <laughs> um uh, congratulations on the uh, purchasing of your house and um, congratulations on getting married. And uh, I'm sure you'll remember this for a long time this year. Oh my God. <laughs> and thank, thank you. you. Thank you so much. Take care, guys. Bye. Bye.